Good day to all of you. It's been a while since I did a podcast. And yes, 2020 has been a tough year for all of us. I did 12 podcasts this year. And I'd like to make this the last one. And then in the new year, hopefully I will find time and inspiration to do more. So let's deal with resistance and barriers to change and how to overcome that. And the first really important thing is to know what we need to focus on. First of all, we need to know why people resist change. Secondly, why there are barriers, what are the barriers to change, and then how to address these. Now, if you look at why people resist change, it can be a lot of things, but essentially it is about being afraid of the unknown. Then also people believe that things are just fine. That old thing that says, you know, if it's not broken, don't fix it. Then people get burned out during the change effort. They become tired. They stress. We've seen it in 2020 with COVID-19. And then people also doubt the ability of their leaders, the quality of the decisions they make, the solution, and whether their organization really have the capacity to change. But then, and this is a very important one, is that they just don't understand the why and what the new normal will look like. If you look at barriers, again, it can be a lot of things, but here's the essence, a lack of support from the leadership. People don't buy in these inadequate resources. Organizations often know they need to change, but they don't have the capacity to change. And the leadership climate and culture is just not conducive to change. And then people are just too tired where the organization has changed so many times that you get change fatigue. So these are the barriers. And really the two categories that fall out from these barriers and also the resistance to change is that there's a rational element. People thinking, in other words, I think this, but I also feel there's an emotional aspect. Let's deal with the thinking aspect. And the way to address that is to create understanding. And the tool that you use there is essentially your case for change. And the case for change has a few components. First, the need. You need to communicate the need for change. And in that, the why. Secondly, how you will approach. And then thirdly, the outcomes. And then lastly, the benefits. And ideally, there should be a link between the benefits and the need. So what are the things that you need to do? If you look at the need for change, communicate the history of the issue or the problem. Give them the current context, the lay of the land, the sort of the playing field, internal and external to the organization. And then based on these two factors, give them the rationale. Always communicate the why first. Then you communicate the approach. You say to them, look, This is what we're going to do. We're not going to go south anymore. We're going to go west now. And then communicate the outcomes. And this is not a a lengthy technical document. The outcomes must be specific. It must have a type of a touch and feel to it. 
and then you give them the benefits. You tell them that if we get to the new desired state, this is what it would look like and this is what the benefits would be and link those benefits to the need for change. There should be ideally, as we say, a causal link. So let me give you some guidelines when it comes to this case for change. Keep it short and avoid technical jargon. Contrast the past with the desired future. As I mentioned to many of my students, Martin Luther King didn't say, I have a, I have a plan. He said, I have a dream. Use hard evidence, but make the benefits emotional. Use metaphors or analogies. Tell them, we are, the, we are this. For instance, in South Africa, we say we are the rainbow nation. And we will be this or that. Make the current reality and the desired future state visible. Use visions, use analogies so that people can buy into that. The second part then is the emotional part. And here we use the Kubler-Ross model where we basically say, okay, how do we help people to get from this typical curve, which starts with denial, then go to anger, depression, exploration, and integration. And that is really, in essence, we also use the case for change here, but in essence, we support the individual through this emotional journey. Because we say at the end of the day, all change takes place at the individual level and it has that rational com, uh, com, uh, element, but also it has the emotional element. In denial, the mindset is don't, don't worry, it will be business as usual. You know, you get these sayings like, they are just rearranging the deck chairs on the Titanic. Here you need to communicate the intent, you need to say to them, Look, change are coming, and this is the context. That's where your business case becomes important. Then keep on communicating your case. It is a very power, it's like that old Chinese drip type of approach. When people get to anger and frustration, they will have a mindset that really says, no, I don't stand for this. Really, they sort of, this is where resistance really kick in. And yeah, you need to give them an, an overview or a roadmap of how we will get from here to there and then commit to updating that roadmap. Give them progress regularly so that they can know where they are and that they can know where they're going. They are going to have a lot of questions all the time and don't hide away if you don't have answers. Tell them, look, I cannot tell you this now but this is how we're going to get to the point where we can tell you this and we will update you. Then the depression stage is usually where your productivity goes down and this is what you want to really get over as quickly as possible. And the mindset here is why me, why now? Here you need to give people courage. You must encourage the heart and give them information about successes you've achieved. And not only successes, there might be challenges, there might be problems, how you've overcome those problems. And then, this is very important, at this point in time, you must give them the real reality of how it will affect them. If you do not do that, you will just sort of plod along and eventually your change 
will be unsuccessful so here you need to say to people look we are going to go into a retrenchment process and this is the process we will follow or you, you know there are some of you that are going to get promoted or you know the structure is going to change and this is how it will affect you if you do that properly and you manage it well then people can go into that exploration phase and you should be ready to start communicating those new roles and responsibilities you must give them new training opportunities show them how you will onboard them for that new normal and very important also tell them how that switch over to the new normal will take place we call it zero day planning there's a lot of things that need to take place you need to plan it out properly and you need to communicate that so that people can position themselves for that final day and if you do that well and you implement it then people will feel they are trained they are capable for this new normal they will be clear about their new ro roles and requirements and responsibilities at this point in time you can also let people look back on this roadmap and celebrate the new normal say goodbye to the old and celebrate the new it's a way of creating psychological closure and then you re you entrench that by letting leaders and influential people in your organization display the correct behaviors in terms of the new normal start rewarding people for the new normal and really if you do that you can effectively deal with resistance and barriers to change by addressing the rational aspects making an understanding creating an understanding but then also supporting people through the emotional journey of change so that is my podcast for today i'm busy doing a course on this and then what i will also do maybe in the next podcast is to talk about metaphor and how you can use metaphor it will be a short one but it will be a very useful one i believe so from me 2020 is on its way out stay safe stay healthy keep your distance social distancing and please please wear your masks good luck philip de cox signing off